Good old morning, everybody. Welcome to Solutions in Real Estate. It took us a minute to get the mic turned on, but we are here live, ready to answer your calls about anything to do with real estate, especially real estate investing. I'm Jason Dillard, and I'm a real estate broker here in the upstate, but I don't put people in the back of my pickup truck, drive them around, and show them houses. Even though I had a house I sold yesterday or put under contract yesterday, it was very difficult. It was a difficult thing for me to do. It's hard. Yeah, you put it in the MLS. Well, I had the office do that. Yeah, so you didn't even do that. Yeah, I had the house cleaner hang the light box. And then the phone rang, and you told someone how to get in. Yeah. Or you didn't even do that. Cause yeah, and then, then they called back and wanted to know some questions about the house. And we don't know, because we just bought it. I've never been there. Uh-uh, I haven't even seen it. And um, You know what we know. You want to make an offer? Yeah, so then we had three offers um, in one day. And we picked the best one, and it's under contract. Ta-da. So, so that's what's going on in this market. So if you got a question about how all that works, or if you're looking to sell something or learn how to buy or sell something, give us a call. You can ask your question live on the air at 235-9405. That's 864-235-9405. Now, of course, Tracy may not be able to answer your questions because he's focused on racing. Focused on ra- is race Is racing over? Like a laser beam. Well, it depends. What do you mean it depends? I learned I learned a lot from you recently. You know, one of the things I've learned from you that the answer to almost every question is it depends. Well, when you're an attorney, that's how you make the most money. <laughs> you know, if you're or in a, or a CPA. So, to answer your question is it depends on where you are. If you're in our area and you go to Greer Dragway for example, racing season is over because they're finished until you know late february march weather permitting but you can still go to shelby so there's, there's where are you going in, today there's a track in shelby are you racing can, somewhere now no uh-uh. no racing not, today no not today there's a track in shelby so, you can race that so i saw a trailer you're pulling what's that trailer that trailer's not a car trailer that's a that's a something else trailer? that's a stuff trailer you're moving stuff? If you're going to like Stuff Mart and you're going to get stuff, that's the trailer you use to haul your stuff. You remember Stuff Mart, don't you? No. You don't remember Madam Blueberry? No. What's Stuff Mart? <laughs> Madam Blueberry from the uh, VeggieTales. She went to Stuff Mart and she thought the solution to all her woes in life was to buy stuff. And then she realized after she bought all this stuff, she still wasn't happy. So the vegetables taught her what she needed to be happy. I'm sorry, man. I wasn't paying attention. Yeah, hey, I, I could tell I you zoned, fan on. It's kind of warm up in here. <laughs> you zoned out on me there. Me a, I got me a Keystone fan here. <laughs> okay. You know what's nice about this fan? It's not that loud. I know you can. Can you barely hear it? I can hear it. Mm-hmm. See if we can see if we can hear see it. See if the listen. You want the listeners to hear it? Hold on. Yeah. See, it's it's there, but it's not really bugging anybody. All so she went to Stuff Mart. Madam Blueberry did, yes. And your and your stuff marts where you're going? Is that where you're going to pick no, up some stuff? I'm not going to stuff mart. Where I'm are you just, going? Where are you going? I'm just moving a stove. A stove? Yeah. You got an extra stove? No, it's not extra. Where did it come I'm from? Putting it somewhere. Okay, I don't understand. It's top secret. You, man. you know how all these time th- things has been going on here. <laughs> we know that you lived in easily in a house that you had to borrow money oh from my an gosh. investor. Yes. That wasn't an IRA or was an IRA. Yeah, the IRA lender. Okay, the IRA lent you the money on the house that you lived in and easily for a couple of years. And the whole time you lived there, y'all ate out. Yes, or made peanut butter and jelly or ate cereal. 
because you didn't have a stove. Right. So did not have a stove. No. So you like living in Easley. Everything's great. But then we get this house under contract in Anderson on the lake. And you said to yourself, well, hey, it's got we to could get some, I could just ask and get even more equity out of the company. Yes, exactly. For a place to live. And Jason always says yes. So, mm-hmm. hey, you want to? Can I have this equity? Yeah, take it. Take all the equity. Live on the lake. <laughs> so then you get a house on the lake, and you realize that that house had a stove. Okay, so it had a stove, and the house you were still living in and easily didn't have a stove. And you'd live there with no stove for two years, but then while you were fixing up the house in, on the lake that had a loan on it that was just a private lender that wasn't an IRA, just somebody yeah, that lent you the money to buy the house. Correct. That made a good return on their money that was wanted you to quit paying. Yeah, as a matter of fact, they wanted the house. They would rather you not pay. <laughs> and you, said, they uh-uh. get on the house than you ain't getting you this house. So, but you had a stove. Yeah, it, it but came it was at the one. house you weren't living in yet. Yes. So yet again, you lived another four or five months in a house with no stove. No, it was more than that. More than that? It took longer than that to fix the house up. Yeah, it was from we're house fixer fixer upper people. How does it take long a long time to fix up yeah, houses? You tell me, and we'll both know. I mean, I thought that's what we do for a living. We're professionals. I bought it the end of June last year. Hey, I got an idea. The end of January when we moved in, we got a new business model. Don't fix houses up. Well, just sell them. Yeah, it's fine by me. Did you know that you could actually sell a house before you owned it? Uh, if you don't know how you can sell a house before you own it, you can give me a call right now on the radio at 235-9405. That's 864-235-9405, and we can talk about it. But right now we're talking about stoves. Okay, so now you had a stove that you could cook in anytime you wanted, but you were living in Easley and the stove was in Anderson. This is correct. Okay, so now that you moved out of the house in Easley, <clears throat> you got a stove in there. The same stove that's been in there since I bought the house, yes. But now no, the one in Easley? Oh, oh, there's a stove in Easley. That house has already been... So you moved out of the house. Yeah, it got a stove and it got sold. And you put a stove in it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so for two and a half years, you lived in a house with no stove. Yeah. And then after you moved out, you bought a stove. That's right. So it had a stove when you left. Yes. It just never had a stove while you were there. That is correct. Now, when you first moved in the house, you had a stove, didn't you? In Easley? Yeah. No, it never had a stove. Well, where was the stove? I don't know. I guess the seller didn't have one. Maybe they ate out all the time, too. I, I thought know. you had to take out the stove. No. I thought it had one of those drop-ins. It had a drop-in opening. Oh, it didn't have a, It had an opening. It had the opening where the stove, probably from the 70s, it li- just, lived until it died. So it was an opening. And then somebody took it out. Because, you know, the old drop-ins were like 28 inches. When you say drop-in and say open, it reminds me of Angela Socks when somebody in the restaurant drops something. And she yells, job opening. <laughs> we do that, too. When somebody drops and breaks a glass or a plate. Job yeah. opening. Yeah. So it was a drop-in. But it was it was the stove wasn't there. It was just an opening for the drop-in. Yeah. So you never had a stove. Pretty sure we've covered this. Pretty okay, so then you moved into the house, and you had to refinance it with a regular bank that you're living in now on the lake in Anderson. And with all that equity. With all the equity, and now you paid back that your That I took from the company, by the way. And does it have a stove? Yes. Is that the stove that's on that trailer? It has two stoves. Two, uh, well, actually, it has two in-wall ovens, and it has a cooktop in the island. 
So what's up with that stove and, on the trailer outside? In case the listening audience wants to know, who are you going to ask me how many times we've used it? So what's how many times have you used that stove since you moved in? Hold on a minute. Let me get out my hands. Do you need to get your sock, pull your socks no, off? No, I don't even need my feet in this in this equation. How long have you lived in Anderson? As a matter of fact, I might only need one hand. And I've lived there since January. And Chrissy said, I can't wait till I have a nice kitchen. <laughs> I'm not moving in till I have a nice kitchen. Don't get me started. We don't have to worry about her knowing that we said that because she's not awake this early no, in the morning. She can't hear this. She don't know about the first nine or the first ten. We can talk about her all she, she wants. She knows about the second nine in the day. Oh, yeah. Just not the first one. She knows about both ones and twos and threes in the day most days. Both of them. Mm, both of them. That's how, that's how she can sleep till the way past the first ten. In the day, yeah, the, the AM ten. Is anybody going to call in? And ask us I don't about know. If you want to call in and ask us questions about stoves or anything to do with real estate investing? Give us a call at two three five nine four zero five. That's eight six four two three five ninety four zero five. I'm Jason Dillard, and I buy houses. If you want to get in touch with me, my cell phone number is eight six four 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 seventy six fifty. That's eight six four 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 seven six five zero. When we return, we're actually going to focus. We're going to focus, and we're going to talk about real estate investing, and you're going to learn something. So do not go anywhere. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Solutions in Real Estate. I'm Jason Dillard. I'm a real estate investor. I buy and sell real estate. If you want to sell something quickly, give me a call at 864-444-7650. We're buying neighborhoods. We're buying billings. We're buying houses. And I need to be buying something that'll clear my throat. <clears throat> I ain't got any mustard biscuits think, uh, in there. I think a good idea would be uh, to go ahead and send to Hearst because uh, I hit pretty good with the sling blade and uh, just about locked it off. Anyway, if you don't know that joke, you don't know that joke. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's not really a joke anyway. It's a movie. I would predict the average listener of this program probably doesn't even know what we're talking about. Probably the average listener doesn't know what we're talking about <laughs> and everything we're talking about. But we made a promise. We got to focus. Hold we on. We made a promise. If you want to get involved, two three five ninety four zero five is the the number eight six four two three five nine four zero five to call and get your questions answered by Tracy Holsclaw, the man, the myth, the legend, the one. Um, we made a promise to focus on real estate because I get I get people call in not stoves, not racing. No, they call me and they tell me how much they enjoy the show, and then every blue moon, that one out of ten. They want to know more about real estate, even though I think they should nine out of 10 want to know more about real estate. Yeah, you think 10 out of 10 should want to know about real estate. I think 11 out of 10. <laughs> 11 out of 10. How do you do that? You can't. You can't do that. That's okay. like the coach saying, I want you to give 110%. Well, you can't give 110%. Yeah, it doesn't exist. There's If you give 110%, then you, you gave more than you have. You can't give more than you have. Only, you can only give 100%. 100% is all you got. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm not a mathematician or nothing. And my brother, go, now my brother, he's a, he he was a math teacher before he became a principal. You did go to Clemson. I did go to Clemson, so you know that that helps. Hey, you impressed some people with your math skills recently. Where was that? And uh, the, when we went on that Florida trip, I believe it was. Who would I impress? I don't know. Some of the people we were talking to, you just said, and I even went to Clemson. Oh, I probably said one you, plus one equals two. You wowed Something them like with that. your math prowess. Yeah, I can do math in my head really quick if it's um, if I not, or just remember to carry the alt. Yes. Yeah. Anything with a one and a zero, I'm pretty good at it. Yeah. 
So let's focus. Okay. Okay. So if you're going to be a real estate investor. Oh, okay. All right. You ready? Okay. I'm ready. All right. What's the first thing you would do? What's the very first thing you would do? Get something under contract. Okay. But how do you get something under contract? Oh, wait a minute. Hold gotta on. Got to back up. No, back I got to build my team. Get back up. Back up even far. Back up. Okay. Who's going to be on your team? I got to interview some attorneys. Okay. So, all right. Got to build a buyer's list. I got to, oh yeah. I got to find buyers. Got to call all the numbers. I got to see if I can borrow some money. Now, wait, wait, wait a minute. Don't forget about the bug man. Need a bug man. Oh, yeah. I need to get a termite treatment on his house. I you don't need, have under contract. You got to need a home inspector. Yep. Mm-hmm. Need a real estate agent. Yep. Need a, we need a lawyer. We need an appraiser. No, man. You don't need none of that stuff. We got to build our team. Nah, forget all that. You know, that's like putting trash on top of the trash can that's already full of trash. <laughs> you don't need to. <clears throat> that's my pet peeve. Yeah, I know it is. I know you know, I don't like going. it. If, you, if you're the guy, and the other, the other pet peeve is not putting your buggy back. You know what a buggy is. You know, Aldi's got this figured out. They they get a quarter. Yeah. You, you know what's crazy is people will go take that thing all the way back to the store in order to get their quarter back out of that buggy. Well, But pe- people won't lean over and pick up a quarter on the ground. No, but you know why? The, the, there's always the, the, the buggy gets put back. Because if somebody leaves a buggy, <clears throat> the next person that gets out of their car, they see, oh, it's a quarter. And they push the buggy up to the thing, and they get somebody else's quarter. No, people don't leave their buggy out in the parking lot at all. If they ever do, it don't stay well, long. That's true. It doesn't stay long. Yeah. Because you, you free you know, quarter. It's a free quarter, and it's fun. I got somebody else's quarter, but yeah, they won't bend over. <laughs> so what were you? What else were we talking about? The how you get started on becoming a real estate investor? Oh, what I was talking about is that's my pet peeve. Somebody that won't put their buggy back. Right. I mean, come on. And somebody wants to build a team on something. That's that why I park next to the buggies. They don't have the product. Like, wherever the buggy buggy spot is, like where the buggy goes, I park next to that. No matter how far away it is. From because you're ambitiously lazy, and when you carry your groceries out, put them in your car, it's just one one space over for the buggy, the buggy that's return. Right. I plan it that way. I park further away from them, usually. I put, them, I put my car right next to it, or my truck right next to it. You know and, why? You don't want anybody dinging your car? Yeah, that's where your car is most likely to get hit by a buggy. Because people, even that part right beside the buggy return, can't even put them up in the buggy. Well, I like to be able to push the buggy and it go into the buggy spot from where I was putting my groceries into my truck. I wait a minute, hold on. I got a, I got a visual of this. I know what you do. You do. I got. Sometimes I got to curve it. You probably do the same thing I do. You park on the opposite side and you push the buggy as hard as you can. And you zoom it in there, clear across the part, uh, if, roadway, whatever you, you call it. You know how it squeezes up in between the buggies? Yeah. If you can go it go in one buggy, that's like a single. <laughs> if you can go into two or three or four buggies, that's like a home run. It's a game for you, isn't it? Yeah. But I tell you what, I always put my buggy back. Yes. And I tell you one thing else. If there's a trash, it's full of trash, I'm not putting more trash in it. You throw it because away. the person that's got to take out the trash don't need to be emptying the trash out of the trash bag so that they can take out the trash. How did we get started on this? So, in the same way, there is no reason for a brand new real estate investor to go out and build their team and have an appraiser and have a bug guy and a termite bug guy and termite guy, the same guy, have an inspector before they even have anything to inspect. What's the first thing you need if you're going to buy and sell real estate? You need a contract. You need to make offers to buy property. Yeah. Yeah, you need a sales contract, and you need the courage to write an offer. 
Courage. I, mean, I just, like that. Courage is really the very first thing you need because it it sometimes it's, it's kind of intimidating when you it, first start. A, you need a lot of courage and a little bit of knowledge. It's kind of like going really fast down a drag strip. You know, if you don't already know what it's like, you don't know, and it takes a little courage. But once you've done it, you just oh my goodness, you want more. But when you know to put a house under contract the first time. You know, even if you've bought your own home that you live in, to make that very first offer on that property as an investor is kind of. Do you of, remember your first one? Oh, I do. What was it? I do. It was trial by fire. It was over in Woodside. Woodside Mill? Mm hmm. I could probably find my way back there. And did we do anything with it? No. Nope. It, fell, it fell through. Did not buy it. But we got it under contract. I did get it under contract, just like you taught me. And why didn't we buy it? Because it wasn't a good deal to any other investor. But if we're going to put it under contract, we have to buy it, right? No, because we had an inspection contingency. Okay, so wait a minute. You can actually put houses under contract and not really have to buy the houses? It's normal. Okay, so if I we're not, put a house under contract and I don't release a contingency, then I don't have anything to lose. Yeah, I mean, we are kind of abnormal, admittedly. But that part of what we do is not abnormal. It's almost every house that goes under contract. And it's really some kind of contingency. And the, the house that we put under contract yesterday to sell, it's just like that. Yeah, they it's, have got a the, it's got a financing contingency. It's got an inspection contingency. We don't know if we really sold that house for sure or not. Mm -mm. We know that nobody else can buy it but that one buyer for the next couple of weeks they until have, they release their contingency. They have control, like Janet. Janet who? Jackson. You going to say it? <laughs> no, I'm not going to say it. <laughs> I knew you were about to say it, but you didn't say it. So they got control of our house. Yes, they we do. We own the house. We can't sell it to but anyone else. We can't else. sell it to anybody else right now. No, we've we've agreed to give them control through a sales contract. And what do they have to give us if they decide not to buy the house? Nuh-uh. They have to give us twice or nothing? Double nothing. Quadruple nothing. Quintuple. Okay, so in, in other words, they don't have anything to lose. Just a little bit of time, no. Other than that, no. Okay, so if you're a real estate investor and you want to make an offer to buy something and you put a house under contract or any type of real estate under contract, until you release your contingencies, you don't have anything to lose. And if you don't have anything to lose... It's hard to lose. It's hard to lose. Let that sink in a minute. Wow. Man. Why are people so afraid to make offers? That's deep. But they're so excited... To get on the internet and research the best title company. And see that they're going to be a gazillionaire overnight. Yeah. It ain't going to happen. Yeah. I mean, it's real easy. Real estate investing is really easy. All you got to do is make more offers than, the, than your competitors, and you'll have more deals than your competitors. Now, getting the deal closed... You can figure that out after you get it under contract. Yeah, there's a little work on that side of it. And we've talked about this before plenty of times on this program if you have the deal under contract you'll find the money especially money. as an investor if you if the numbers make sense and and that's kind of a vague concept because i have a suggestion something that makes sense to you might not make sense to me i have a suggestion if somebody puts something under contract and they're struggling to get it closed 864-444-7650 you can save that in your phone write it down tell your friends about it um 864-444-7650. We have a guy that called me yesterday that wants to sell some lots in a neighborhood that he developed to raise some money. And he's going to sell them at a big discount. 
and we're going to buy them. And it's just, you know why we're going to buy them? Because we can. 864-444-7650. It makes sense for us to buy them at the price he's willing to sell them. He needs to raise some capital very quickly. Now, is, are we paying full price? I doubt it. No. No. And he knows that if he waits, he'll get more for it. But his opportunity of his other deal outweighs. And I didn't even tell you that. I didn't even tell you that. That's the first I've heard of it. This this other subdivision you quit he's keeping doing. keeping secrets from me. Oh, I didn't know about it until I knew about it. And now I know. And now I'm telling you. <laughs> but this other opportunity in this other subdivision that he's developing that's almost done, he's this close to paying for everything to get that one complete. And there's a lot of money on the table on that deal. So give up some profit over here to make way more profit. Whoa. Over there was a um, microphone stand, don't, don't and that's where I hit my hand on it. So anyway, if you're listening and you're wondering, what the heck are they talking about? You can go to my website, jasondiller.com, to learn more about how we borrow money. Um, we're going to have to borrow the money from somebody to do that deal. We're going to have to borrow money. It's a, they're $60,000 lots, and we're going to have – and we're getting um, – Three of them for sixty thousand. That's twenty a piece. That's a thirty-three percent discount. Yeah, is that, is that relatively safe for the lender? I'm liking that. Yes, that's relatively safe for the lender. So, if you're interested in lending sixty grand against three lots, then give me a call at eight six four 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 seventy six fifty. And um, if you want to get involved in what we're talking about on the radio, now would be a great time to call at two three five ninety four zero five. That's eight six four two three five nine four zero five. Um, Tracy and I have been partners for a long, long time, and we're always looking for more lenders. If it's the first time you've tuned in or the first time you've heard about us, if you didn't listen to us for a long time, you're going, I've always thought about putting some money with these guys. Um, what's the stock market doing? Going up, going up, going up, going up, going up. Stop going up. Now might be a great time for you to pull out some of that cash and put it in something with a fixed return. How can you get a fixed return? How? We're going to talk about how you can get a fixed return when we come back from this break. Again, now's a great time to call 235-9405 to be live on the air. 864-235-9405. We'll be right back. If you're behind on payments and need a little cash, you can call Jason Dillard if you need to sell fast. Call. Call 444-7650. If you're tired of tenants, toilets, and trash, you can call Jason Dillard if you need a little cash. Welcome back to Solutions in Real Estate. I'm Jason Dillard. I'm a real estate agent, but I don't uh, really do what agents do. I do other things that agents really don't do. So if you want to get in touch with me, my phone number is 864-444-7650. We had a caller, but I think we dropped him. What, what happened? Yeah. Did Lou, get, Lou was on the line. Lou can call back. Did he if, go back to sleep? If you want to call back, Lou, the number is 864-235-9405. And if you're interested in, or if you're not Lou, that, that includes everybody besides Lou, right? They're not saying Lou. They're, they're not saying boo. <laughs> they're saying Lou. <laughs> um. What were we talking about? Oh, we're talking about real estate. Everything but real yeah, estate, apparently. Yeah, you know, we're talking about how you can make money in real estate with your money. You know, earlier, we were making fun of how the new seminar 
graduate comes out of the seminar and they're excited and they go out and start building their team and doing things that it's going to help them be a successful real estate investor and they do everything but make offers to buy real estate and it really is one of my things that i just got to tell people make offers to buy real estate well you've had people come through your seminar that you host and we'll talk to them six 12 months later and they're still talking about that one house that they wanted to go make an offer on. Yeah. And I'm like, are you kidding me? So go ahead and make an offer. <laughs> Do you want to eat? Use a contingency. You, can, you don't have anything to lose. Now, that's one thing. Another thing that we talk about a lot is how you can lend money on real estate and make a good return on your money if you already have money. So you can make money in real estate without even using money or hardly any money. Without having much money, just you know, yeah. a bit of but a bit if hard you already work. have money, and even if you have money in your retirement account, you can make a good return or fixed return. Like, for example, we, we pay 6% on our long-term deals. We pay 8 on our shorter-term stuff. If you're willing to lend on land or something like that, we might even pay 10 or 12% to an investor that has a mortgage against the property. Now, one thing that's unique about us is we don't take um, money and pool it with other people's money. Well, you always get a first mortgage against a property in case something happens. Okay, wait a minute. I got twenty grand in my IRA, and my buddy's got ten grand, and we got another couple of buddies that I mean, they probably got a couple grand apiece. We can't. Do we any- could scrape up fifty grand between the five of us. Would you? Would you do that? Uh, no. 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 I, no. Now, if one of you brings me fifty, and I don't know that you put it together, then I don't know. But I don't want to know because we don't pull money. Right. Because exactly. we don't want we want one investor to have one mortgage against one property. That way, the worst case scenario is you get ownership of a property and that's you worth get, way more than you lend on it. And if you get ownership of a property with a lot of equity, how do you distribute the gain? It's hard to split a with house with a bunch into. of other people. I mean, you could get your sawzall, your chainsaw out, and you could cut the house in half or in fifths. But that ruins the value. Yeah, that won't work. Yeah, that ruins you know. the value. No. It's like we do have a call. If you want to get involved in the conversation, the number here is 864-235-9405. Next, we've got Monty from Hendersonville. Monty, what can we do for you? Hey, good morning, Jason. Well, like you guys, I just want to talk real estate investment. Okay. <laughs> you don't want to talk about racing or anything fun? I don't even know what racing is, really. I I heard of Jeff Gordon because he was just up here doing some stuff, but okay. that's it. Yeah. All right, well, let's talk about but, real estate uh, instead, then, I guess. Great. Um, <clears throat> what it is this. You guys were talking. I was listening to you always like everyone enjoy it, but I like some meat and bones, so I thought I'd throw something in there that I'm sure you ran across before. I have an unusual situation where about eight months ago, there was a house that was uh, coming up for sale and it was around some other properties that I own. And I've been looking to try to, you know, find the owner anyways, which is out of state. So call him up, start talking to him. But the deal didn't go through because he's, um, he's got the property extremely overvalued. And so just by chance, like, uh, two days ago, I happened to be going by there, and this place was vacant, and it was already in horrific shape. But now it's uh, it was probably condemned before. You're probably like, why do you want to buy that place? It's mainly for the land. But um, so, anyways, I just called this number 
that I had from eight months ago, six, eight months ago, and started talking, but he has no idea that it's me, and I was trying to explain to him that uh, instead of, because he was trying to get it fixed up, but the it needs everything. It would have to be good. There's no heating, there's no cooling, plumbing's all messed up, so I was trying to see if I could make him an offer on it, but uh, he's a much older fella, and, and he used to live here years ago, and that's how he acquired it, but he, has never, he hasn't seen the house, he said, in 27 years. The house is so that you, old. You he can't convince him to. You can't convince him to take an offer. Well, not convince, but just to persuade him to show him that it is more than a fair offer. That at this point, that I just left the house. That um, I, I'm a. Re, I have a, a remodel for a living, and okay. I love it. I'm really good at it. All right, so let me but let me say that is, in yeah. a. Let me say that. Let me repeat this back to you in a shorter version. You've got a seller that doesn't realize that the value of their house is way less than what it what they think it is. Well said. And um, I got an expression for you. <laughs> if you're riding a horse and it dies, dismount. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Or another expression right. is uh, next. Like the barbershop. Yeah, like, you know. All okay. right. I got a next one for you then. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I got, I picked up three properties about six months ago when that one didn't go through in a package deal through a divorce situation. And they're all really good and all really, really good. I always think I've done good before, but this one is my best one. This is a home <laughs> so, run. But here's the thing. Grand Slam. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say Grand Slam. Well, as far as I'm concerned, it's a Grand Slam. But, um. So anyways, come full circle, last week, one of the um, sons of the family, like, you know, one of the sons of the husband and wife that I bought the property from came back around and made me an offer on one of the houses I just have. But um, it's a good offer. But I'm like, I guess I'm, I should give him the advice you gave me. Uh, the horse dies because I'm not sure I want to sell it. Are, are you going to make a profit if you sell it? Oh yeah, most and, definitely. Okay, and yeah. if you keep it, would you rebuy yeah. it for what he's offering? If I keep, if I was it, to keep okay, it, would if I, you didn't uh, own it, let me rephrase that. Yeah. If you didn't own that yeah. house, and you yes. would you re rebuy it today? Would you pay what he's asking you, offering you for it today? Well, if I was that savvy an investor, I wouldn't know what a good spread no, no, is. Hold on because, a second. Not no, you don't own the house. Gotcha. Okay. You, you have an opportunity to buy it for what he offered you. Would you buy it? Would you buy? Would you it buy it for the price no. that he offered? You wouldn't. So you you should sell no. it then. You should sell it. That's yeah. easy. Gotcha. Because why, why, you you just repurchased it today <laughs> for what you could have sold it for. And there's yeah. another. And remember about the deals. There's more deals. Deals are like girls. Girls are like buses. If, a, if yeah. you miss the bus, it'll be another long <laughs> in about 15 minutes. You got yeah. it? Yeah, I do got that, and that's a good, good way to look at it. I just, uh, you know, finding the deals, they're out there. It's just that they're, they're under so many rocks you have to turn over. But, um, take, okay, that's take, a good way. So take some, of the, profit, for, take yeah. some of the profit that you make on that deal, throw it into some advertising, and make your phone ring more. Oh, I don't advertise at all. Well, I, uh, yeah. I, oh, I you don't advertise know. at all? At all, so I don't like advertise a, at all. You're like a McDonald's that doesn't have the Golden Arches. Well, because that's not my primary thing. I I started real estate investment four years ago out of a necessity because of another company I have. Uh, the taxes were killing us, and we could only buy so many more trucks and trailers and you know the stuff. Okay. And so uh, well, hey, this is something that 
Yeah, it's spend a sideline. Spend a little money and make the phone ring. Let the let the a second number take the calls. Let a, the Google Voice number take the calls so it doesn't bug you during your day business and call people. So that's back. how you do it. <laughs> yeah, that's one of the ways. Well, yeah, yeah, right, those people love that. Well, right. here's the thing. I'll just send them your way because if I understand right, if I can get them on the hook, you can take it from there, and I then I don't can. have to have my after you yeah. get it under contract. Yes. Under contract. Well yep. understood. All right, Monty. Thanks for the clarification and good advice. All right. Thank See you, Monty. Ya. All right. There goes Monty. He's got a He's got a business he's running that makes his living. He's got a sideline that's real estate. And he's gonna make money in real estate because Dude. he got a really good deal. But for some reason he's trying to convince this old timer to sell their house for way under what he thinks it's worth. Well, and if you heard what he said, it may have mi- you may have missed this part. I don't listen well. It's I probably did. adjoining some other properties he owns, so he wants it for the land. He doesn't sound like he didn't care about the house. Right. He wants it because it adjoins other properties. But why does the owner want to keep it? Well, because the owner is clueless that the house, the owner doesn't necessarily want to keep it. I mean, anybody will sell anything just about except one person I know. And who, who who's the person? <laughs> Wendy. Members told you <laughs> oh, Nanny's yeah. Nanny's house ain't for sale. <laughs> but the the man's got a property that he doesn't even know what it looks like. But my first thought when Monty was talking was just if he'll give you a price, give him what he's asking. Well, yeah, you could. That's a whole other conversation. That's another conversation because you could. It, but if he's that stubborn with his price. He's probably going to be that stubborn with giving you the terms. I know. And I know what and, you were thinking. Move on to the next seller. You yeah, said it. I'm next. Like, you, know, you know, you like that expression. Next. Yeah. If you get, if your horse dies. Yeah. Dismount. Dismount. Yeah. You, you don't on, get, you, you don't get, get anywhere on that one. Yeah. Get on another horse. By the way, if you get on, get on this horse and get on the radio with us, give us a call right now at 235-9405. Ask your question about real estate or real estate investing. Coming up on the last break of the show. If you want to get in touch with me, go to jasondillard.com to learn more about how we borrow money. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Solutions in Real Estate. I'm Jason Dillard. If you want to get in touch with me, my phone number is 864-444-7650. That's 864-444-7650. Or go to my website, jasondillard.com. If you want to sell a house fast, give us a call. We will come a running. We're like the CarMax of houses. We buy houses quickly. Um, may not be the price you're hoping to get, but you get your money very, very fast. So, again, that's 864-444-7650. We also borrow money. And that's one of the things that we promised we'd talk about, and we got to talking a little bit about it, and then we took a call. So, if you're still listening, interested in how we borrow money safely, it's really simple. Um, we always have a first mortgage against the property that we give you. And you always have a closing with an attorney. And you never have your money commingled with other investors' money. So your money is secured by real estate that's worth way more than what you lend. And you have a contracted rate of return. So you're, if, you're gonna, if we agree that you're going to make 6%, you're going to make 6%. If something terrible happens and me and Tracy get hit by the same bus or different bus or whatever and we're gone, you can get ownership of the property that's worth way more than what you lend on it. Um, That's the strategy. And it's a safe way to make money with your money and feel really good about it and be able to sleep at night 
And the really cool thing is, if you've never, if you don't know this, is you can actually use your retirement accounts to do the same thing. So your retirement account can actually be the lender, and the money stays in the retirement account. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh huh. Are you for real? Oh, for real though. For reals. You can put your money to work in your retirement account without taking it out of your retirement account, and your retirement account will actually own the mortgage. So wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. I see we're going with this, Professor. So you're telling me that I can use my IRA, and and it doesn't have to be in the stock market. I mean, it, it's been in the stock market, and it's been doing really good compared to what it was a few years ago. But if if I'm not certain that tomorrow it's going to go up or down or sideways, I want to go to something fixed like you've been talking well, about. Well, I'm certain that this market's going to go up, down, or sideways. W- right. We all know that. But I'll, I, now that it's kind of ridden a high, I don't want it to go down. I but want, it might keep going up if they pass the, you know— what they're you know the tax stuff and all that well mine's growing chickens back so if i want to go into something that i know is going to be a fixed and constant and stay the same and not change and stable and stable you're telling me i can use my ira to invest in that mortgage yes just Damn. your ira and that was worth and not a bunch of other people's ira just yours so your ira would have the mortgage or you know your ira can own the real estate too if you wanted it to right we don't we don't personally suggest that. It's definitely doable and possible. That's not our favorite mode of owning real estate. So if you got a question about that, you can call in real quick before the end of the show, 235-9405, 864-235-9405 to get your question answered about how we borrow money even out of retirement accounts. So we've got investors that their Roth IRA <laughs> lends us the money. Mufasa. Say it again. Roth IRA. Ooh. Hold on, man. I'm getting all tingly in my spine. You got you. You know when you know what's cool about the Roth IRA? It's like a wildebeest. I got to I just got to have another one. You know why? Tax free. Free. So you could put some money in your Roth after tax, then lend it to us, and then earn that interest tax free and take it out one day without ever paying taxes. You know this blows people's mind. You know they're like, well. Am I going to be taxed on the the return I make or the profit I make if I, you know, make a whole bunch of money in my Roth? No, no. You can take five grand, and take five hundred grand, turn it into a gazillion dollars, just like Forrest, just like Forrest Gump, in that apple, and, in, and that, in that fruit company. <laughs> yeah, we bought some stock in a little fruit company, and I we had so much money I cut that grass for free. And I always wondered if Forrest used the Roth. Just think if he used it. Well, they, they didn't have a Roth back then, did they? No. Nah, when the Roth IRAs didn't come out when Microsoft. Microsoft? Microsoft. When Microsoft started. It wasn't Microsoft anyway. It was Apple. Whatever it was. But he has so much money. He didn't even, he didn't even need a Roth. He's like, hey, whatever. I'll give the IRS their I, portion. I saw that like the, the richest people in the United States, like Zuckerberg's number four, Warren Buffett. You can't spend money fast enough. I mean, it's just they're just so rich. I didn't see Forrest up there. That's wrong. He was, He's a gazillionaire. Yeah. I mean, when they had so much money, him and Lieutenant Dan, that they cut the grass for free, uh, you know you got it made. You know you arrived. Right. But he wasn't on that list. <laughs> I was looking for him. I'm, I'm thinking there's probably a reason for that. He's not real. Yeah. It's a movie. <laughs> I know you think it's real, but it's a movie. But this is real. You can really take your money from your and your not from. Don't take. Don't take. Ca- don't cash it out. Take the word take out of your vocabulary when you're talking about your IRA. 
you're telling or you're directing your IRA to invest in what we're talking about. So let's say, for example, we've got a house that we're going to build. It's worth two hundred grand, and you have one hundred and twenty grand in your IRA, and you would love to make eight percent on your money. And in a year, eight times—that what is that? Ninety-six hundred dollars. So you would like to make ninety-six hundred dollars a year with your hundred and twenty grand. Four 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 seventy-six fifty. Yeah, because that's what we have a need for right now. We have houses we're building, and we've we've made a mistake. We, we, admit, we admit our mistakes when yeah. we make them, but we, we don't usually know we're going to make them until after we've already made them. Yeah, it's easier to it, to know you messed up after you mess up. It, it's hard to, I mean, I left my crystal ball in the attic, and then I lost it, and I can't find it. Yeah, so it's hard to know you're going to mess up but before we, you do it. We started building a bunch of houses, and we thought hundred grand per house was enough to build them all, and guess what happened? Prices went up a little bit, and all the little houses sold, and on the big houses... Well, the little houses didn't sell. The market told us in this subdivision that they wanted bigger houses. So now we're building bigger houses. So if we were just doing one, that's no big deal. But since we're doing a few, I say that loosely, we're doing a few, we can't keep up with the construction payments if we don't borrow enough money on a bunch of houses. Right. So if you've got $120,000 against a $200,000 house... It can be out of your pocket too. Now you can you can lend it to us out of the bank account. If you got a CD that's that's about to mature, you know, and you don't want to put it back in the CD and make the one point one percent or whatever they're at they're offering right now, and you want to make eight percent. So I got sixty grand in my IRA. You do? I do. And I got sixty grand in my bank account. You just your bank account and your IRA. Yeah, just me, my personal bank account and my IRA and. Oh, what I heard you say a while ago is you don't take money from different sources, different people. I don't, but we will let you and your IRA partner. Okay, so I don't have 120 in a bucket by itself. I got two buckets that make 120. Yeah, so you, we can create a $120,000 mortgage. Your IRA will own half of it. You will own half of it. You both, you, because you are not your IRA. No, it's separate. I'm, I'm me and my IRA is it. Yeah, I, your IRA is not you. But I control it because it's mine. You tell it what to do, but it doesn't talk back. No. If if your IRA talks back, smack it. You, well, no, you need to come. You, you might need to go talk to somebody that <laughs> knows more about you know that kind of stuff than I do. Yeah. But you, we can. You, do you that. can talk to your IRA, but it doesn't talk back. Yeah, we can do that. We can take if you don't have the hundred and twenty, but you have sixty and sixty in two different sources. What about fifty and seventy? That would nah. It's got to be sixty and sixty. I'm not doing that. No, it can be any percentage. It doesn't matter as long as it's 120. I mean, if you got twenty dollars in your IRA and you got the other hundred and nineteen nine nine eighty, we're not doing the twenty dollars. Nah, the fee to get your money in and out of the IRA would would eat up all your profit. Right, but we can definitely, and we do this over and over all the time. As a matter of fact, we've got a couple that lends us money. That the gentleman has an HSA, which is what's an HSA? Health savings account. So you contribute earned dollars to it that you don't pay tax on and you have to use it for qualified medical expenses. So he he uses his HSA and his traditional and they partner together to do a loan to us. So he's making tax free earnings in his HSA that he uses for qualified medical and he earns tax deferred Earnings so, in his traditional that he'll one day maybe pay taxes on depending on 
a lot of things. So we have investors that lend us money from their IRA, mm -hmm. from their HSA, yep. from the Roth. <laughs> oh, and I forgot to tell you, we also borrow money from a SEP IRA. What, what about a um, remainder Roth IRA? We have uh, a beneficiary yeah. from someone that inherited an IRA from a deceased loved one. Now, we don't have any covered else that lend us money uh, that I remember. No. But we could do that. Yes. So any type of retirement account or account that defers or keeps you from paying taxes – well, like basically, the Coverdale, like the ESAs or the or the HSAs, right? And we didn't make this up. I mean, the IRS tells us as taxpayers what we cannot invest in with our IRA, and there's only like four or five things. And they also tell us who we cannot invest or participate with. I just thought of one: four hundred one k. Yep, we can do that, but now it has to be a Solo 401k. Yeah. Now, if you've got a 401k, you can roll it to an IRA. If you're 59 and a half. Or if you don't have the job or anymore. If you, yeah, quit or retire, get fired. So there's a bunch of different ways you could get the money that's in your retirement accounts making a fixed, safe return. If you're interested in that, give me a call. 864-444-7650. If you want to learn more about how we borrow money and the different ways that we can borrow it, go to my website, Jason diller.com while you're there you can click on the button and get the free ebook on the website that's j-a-s-o-n-d-i-l-l-a-r-d.com um, or call me at 864-444-7650 another thing that we do what do you what is it i'm reading the ebook i'm reading the ebook <laughs> you can't don't you interrupt me while i'm reading the ebook <laughs> <laughs> you ain't right i know it so so tell me some more about the um Stove. I want to know all about it right quick. Nice. No, it's, it's, it's on the trailer. It's going somewhere. I can't tell all that right now. Now, where did it come from? I can't tell over Can there. Can you tell me where it's going? It's a secret. Can you tell me, is it is it a glass top? It's going to Greenville. No, it's a coil top. It's a coil top? Old school. It's going to Greenville. Did, did you get Did you get some new coils? Did you get some new pans? No. There's, a, there's an investor tip for you right there. Don't clean the pans. No. Just go ahead and too cheap. go to Amazon and buy you buy a box of 100 of them. Tons of them. Yeah. And when you get a tenant that moves out and you need the stove clean, you just replace the pants. There's the tip for the day. That is a great tip. <laughs> Again, I'm Jason Diller, Tracy Holtzclaw. Go to my website, jasondiller.com, J-A-S-O-N-D-I-L-L-A-R-D.com, or give me a call at 864 444 Seven six five zero. That's four 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 seventy six fifty. And remember, the biggest reason for failure isn't lack of knowledge or ability; it's in action. If you aim at nothing, you will hit it every single time.